it is Memorial Day, Slee. I am. Uh, this is on the short list of my favorite holidays. Which this yell? Is, which yell was that? Was that? Was that? Right. Which one was that? Yell. That was real. You, what's that? That was real. Okay, that one was real. Okay. Yeah. I, no. Yeah. It's it, look first. Think, think about it. Think, okay. Ready? Here. It, you it, called in, yourself in, out earlier, so now I'm I have I'm curious of which one it is. In no particular order, it's Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Dodgers won. Lakers won. Clippers are on the verge of getting swept in the first round by a lower seed. Unbelievable. We don't have to work on Monday. It's mm-hmm. beautiful outside. It's yeah. It's 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 a pretty good day. The samples are back at Costco. I mean, could could it could the weekend be getting off to a better start? Let me uh, let me just tell. Every listener that's out there that's listening on uh, 710 or on the ESPN app or on iTunes, whatever we say today, take away one thing. Samples are back at Costco. Yep. That's it. That's well, it. they will be back at Costco. By by June, they say that they'll be up and running at Costco. Oh, so they're so not going on right now? Do I, I, I don't know, but the, the story is is that they are back and on their way back. What so kind of journalism is this? Call, call call your local Costco and say, hey, if I showed up, like how many quesadillas am I going to get? How many, how many meatballs am I going to get before you tell me, hey, uh, sir, sir? Do you, always uh, do, the, the, do you always do the thing, too, like no matter what it is that you had, you kind of make eye contact, mm, mm, this is good. No, nope. this is good. No, nope. you don't do that. No, I grab Trav, the little you're... paper doily that has the whatever it has in it. By the way, sometimes they'll have like a little piece of salmon in there. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And and you just you take it and you just keep thank you and you walk and see. I I keep my head down. I don't want him to see my face. So when I come back a second and third, they're like, eh, maybe that's him. Maybe it's not. I don't really know. That's my goal. There. What are, what are your plans for Memorial Day, Slee? What do you got going? I wish I had a really kind of exciting. And I knew this question was going to uh. come up. I wish I had something really exciting. Um, <laughs> I don't have that. I don't really have a plan. I, I'm just glad it, to have – we, we so got a couple Friday days off. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. You have to have an idea of what's going on tonight, right? Two weeks in a row, I've sent you pictures of 3.30, I'm having dinner. I'm going to restaurants around 3.30. I'm, I'm setting reservations up when they're not even open. Remember that? Remember we've done <laughs> that the last couple Friday weeks? You have Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon. you got to work Sunday morning. I guess it's a 12.30. But it doesn't tip, matter. But... I, I, here's the a, a key trap. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying in L.A. There's no you know quick trip to San Diego. Uh, be with the girl. Probably have some dinner somewhere. Watch Clippers and uh, Mavs tonight. Watch some NBA play. And that's it. Like I don't need anything else. I, it's, it's a fantastic couple of days. It's a great couple of days, and at least uh, hopefully a couple of my days will be spent up in Santa Barbara. I'm good. I don't want to say it out loud because I believe in sports jinxes, but my Gauchos have a very good chance of doing something this weekend that would be very good news for the program. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed for that. I would like to go do that. Are you going? As well. Are you going? I'm considering it. I'm considering. I don't. I don't want to put it out there in the universe for fear that because when I show up, it doesn't really typically work out all that well. So I may just kind of try to weasel my way in at the very last minute. Um, I got a story for you. Okay. Yesterday, my oldest son says to me, he, he says, I got a text from my friend Elliot. And I said, oh, yeah, what did, what did it say? He says, the text read, my version of heaven includes hot dogs, baseball games, and playing golf. And my version of hell includes a car ride with my family. Who said that? And my son said, I, I don't know. His buddy writes back, your dad said that on the radio. <laughs> So, uh, see, here's I'm in a weird spot now. But a, I like that uh, my my son's friends are listening. What's up, Elliot? Good for good on you for listening to the show. But number two, now I got to be a little more careful about telling the truth because that's true. I, I and I and he goes, my son says, well, what do you mean? We're not Bro, that bad. Was, I said, 
it was savage. When you said that, I'm like, what the? Relax, Trav. Relax. No. We're talking about the fam. And then what does Morales do? Morales, <laughs> Morales says, oh, this is gold right here. As a, I'll just have this promo running through the whole Lakers broadcast for the next week. As a father of three, let me tell you this, okay? I'm right. I am 100 we, we went to the Dodger game a couple weekends ago, all five of us, right? It's the first time that all five of us have been in a car in a long time. Mm-hmm. It was awful. It was just awful. That we didn't get down to the end of the street it before can't be they that started. Bad. It can't and, be that bad. And it's not – look, it's it's worse when, like, the oldest one was, like, 11, and then you got eight, and then you got five, right? Because mm-hmm. then, then they're little kids, and they, they just – they can't sure. control themselves. But now it's 20, almost 18, and 15. And it's the same thing. <laughs> like, at this point, you, they, just control your deals, Please do better. I, 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 you're gonna, you're gonna cause an accident because you're making me blind with rage. Please chill out in the car. Please. How great, would, how great would it be? Is you guys take two cars to the Dodgers game. You're we considered yourself. it. You're by yourself. We considered it. No family, nothing, and then they're all, they're four of them in, uh, are in the other. Car. Have them Uber there. <laughs> yeah, that's well. We considered a bunch of things. Ultimately, I decided they were better on the ride home. I think uh, helmet nachos kind of settled everybody down. Uh, Dodger dogs didn't help at all. All right. Lakers up 2-1. Anthony Davis in the last couple of games has been the best player on the court. Do we agree with fantastic. that? Fantastic. Yeah, I, I don't argue that. But listen, LeBron is always going to control everything. He is. He's still the best player in the world. But uh, Anthony Davis, two straight games, 34 points. Uh, I get excited. You know what stat line I get excited about? This isn't good, Trav. I don't know if anybody else gets this excited about a stat line that I'm about to give you. You ready? Who gets excited about free throws? He had 21 free throws in Game 2. He had 14 free throws in Game 3. He's had 35 free throws over the last two games. Uh, Trudell put out a tweet, or Trudell does this three things to know coming into a game. Lakers 24-4 and four when Anthony Davis takes 10 or more free throws in a game. Wow. So you kind of have your recipe right there of how you win. So, yes, Anthony Davis has been the best player, most aggressive uh, love his energy. The, the only storyline that comes out is when he doesn't do that, and we all pile pile on on him. Yeah, he 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 did something last night too. Put himself on a very exclusive list. It was back to back playoff games with at least thirty points and at least ten rebounds. Okay, the other guys on that list: Kobe Bryant, hmm. Wilt Chamberlain, Elgin Baylor. I mean, it's just it's it's a list of those sure. guys, right? Sure. It's just it's it's very rarefied territory to do. I think LeBron was on the list too, so it's just it's it's one of those lists, and he's on it. So we all agree. Anthony Davis has played great these last couple of games. He's the future of the Lakers. He's the best player on the team. Maybe not the most important player. I think that's still LeBron, but right now Anthony Davis is playing the best. Let's go to the other side. Clippers and the Mavs. Mm-hmm. Does anybody think that Luka Doncic is the best player in the league? The best, number one. Probably no. not, right? No. Yeah. No, I but, but but by the way, it makes you think for a second. Yeah, which just kind of shows kind of shows how amazing he is, but I'm with you. Uh, is he's he, not number one. Is he outside of the top ten? No. No. Definitely not. Yeah. Is he inside of the top five? Easily can make a case. I think so too. I yep. I think it's not only easily make the case, I think he easily is, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's the question. Lakers and the Mavs maybe could meet in the Western Conference Finals. It's possible. Right. The, the, just how it breaks down, it, 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 it's potential there. We could see a it's not a stretch. AD thing. Mm-hmm. Let's play this out. If all of a sudden everything becomes available, would you rather have Luka Doncic for the next 10 years or would you rather have Anthony Davis? 
Which of those two guys would you rather have be the backbone of the Lakers for the next 10 years if you could take your pick? You know, it's, it's funny you, you kind of put it that way because I think we're still having conversations. This just shows you how ridiculous LeBron is. We're still having conversations about LeBron in that category, right? We're still having conversations. I actually haven't even thought of Anthony Davis that way because LeBron always makes sure to let everybody know I'm still the guy. I'm still, I, I don't care that I'm in my 18th season. I don't care that I yesterday played my 264th playoff game <laughs> so in my freaking career, <laughs> right. which is you know by far the most. I, I think Derek Fisher's number two. LeBron's always that conversation. But you know what, Trav? We'll, we'll do this for the sake of argument. Let's look a little bit further down the road. You're starting a franchise. You know that list they had? NBA, uh, ESPN had the 25 under 25. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I so do. they're putting Zion and they're putting uh, LaMelo Ball. You're doing this. Luka should not be in that conversation because even though he's under 25 years old, put him up against every other dude that's over 25. You're going you're gonna to make that case. You're going to make that argument. If the question is, do you think Luka has a better chance of leading a team to an NBA championship, or do you think Anthony Davis has the better chance? Yeah, I'd probably roll my dice with Luka. I'll, I'll go a step further, and we'll mm-hmm. put it in, in, in these terms. The Lakers call the Mavs and say AD for Luka straight up. What do you think Mark Cuban says? Uh, he probably says um, – not only am I not interested, I mean, he's just not going to do it. I mean, yeah, by, by say, the way, there's there's the marketing part of it. There's all right. that other stuff. But if you just look at basketball. Yeah. It's an easy no for Mark Cuban, right? Mm-hmm. It's an easy no. Let's flip it on the other side. Mark Cuban, you know, hits his head on the set of Shark Tank and is suffering temporary amnesia. Okay? Mm-hmm. And he calls the Lakers and says, hey, Rob, just thinking, you know what might be kind of cool? How about I give you Luca and I'll take AD? We'll swap these guys. What do you think about that? How fast does Rob Palinka say yes? You know what? When when you put <laughs> they, right, listen, am, I, when, am, I, am, I, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And and by the way, this is not. Um, there's two sides of the floor. So Luca is not going to go be Gary Payton uh, tomorrow nope. and become the defensive player of the year. That's never going to happen in his career. Anthony Davis will be a defensive player of the year. I mean, that's one of the areas that. Has been, but that that's one of the areas that um, you know you talk about with Anthony Davis. You know, there's two sides of the floor, but there's something I, th- I think goes a little bit further. Trav, there's certain players, and you don't have too many of these, especially Luca. It's so odd because he's so young, yeah, right? He's fully polished too. Fully polished, but it's very odd. You could have a player control the game the way he does. AD a lot of the times has to depend on a guard to kind of get that's him the other part, get him the ball, do this, do that. Luca's the one actually doing. That's what makes LeBron so special. LeBron so special. That's what made Magic so special. These guys are able to do everything, and Luca, in a sense, kind of has that. I'm not. And I'm, again, I'm going to go back to this. There's two sides of the floor, so it's not like Luca's ever going to play defense like Anthony Davis. Not like that. No. No. That that's never going to happen. But it, listen, if if these two teams face each other, if the NBA, if imagine this, if the NBA gets to run that story, imagine well, if. The NBA would want the Lakers against the Clippers first, right? If they could really choose what they wanted. But Matt, the Actually, Mavs are probably I don't... the second pick because of Luka. And then on the other side, you want Brooklyn against the Knicks because that would be the number. But if you couldn't do that, you want Brooklyn against the Sixers. And, and though all of these matchups are potentials. I would tell you that I actually would not. I get the whole Lakers-Clippers story, all that stuff. You got the stars, it's L.A., all that. Luca's a big enough star where you can easily make a case that more people want to see Luca go up against LeBron than you do 
uh, Kawhi and PG go up, go up against LeBron and Anthony Davis. You could make that case. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. So what about it, Laker fans? 877-710-ESPN. You got 10 years to play. You can take AD or Luka. Keep in mind that this is – we're talking 10 years from now. I don't – I'm not saying it's impossible – but I don't think that LeBron is still a Laker 10 years from now. We're talking about your best player. Who do you want between those two guys? 877-710-ESPN. And here's the, here's the rub. This is one of these things like if we talk about you got to pick a guy. If I get Anthony Davis, I'm fine. I, I'm not mad at all. That, that is a really, really good fallback position. But the point of being, this is how good Luka is, and that's why what he's doing to the Clippers, I think, is remarkable. Because Porzingis is nice. Hardaway Jr. is knocking down some shots. They're doing, but Luka's cooking them by himself. It's pretty great. By the, by the way, Trav, I, I want to get into this uh, as well when we come back. How much have the Lakers just kind of washed away the importance of the regular season? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just kind of think about what's happening, what's unfolding right now with the Lakers. So let's get into that because here's a number seven seed that is walking into the playoffs pretty much saying, yeah, we don't need the regular season. Heavy, heavy favorite number seven seed at this point, too. We'll do that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, Carms, Cars, Carms, what's a Carm? Cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. Over, under, mm-hmm. 2.5 hot dogs consumed this weekend for Alan Sliwa. What do you got? You asking me or Funches? You. I'm asking how many you are going to have this weekend. Is it over, under, two and a under. half? Funch? What was the question? I'm sorry. Over under on hot dogs consumed for Mike Funches, two and a half. Mm, probably over. Okay. Taylor, over under on uh, hot dogs consumed this weekend, two and a half. Going over. Yeah, me too. So, Slee, uh, I'm going to wait, wait. Let, let's redo Trav's. Trav, uh, over <laughs> under 11. <laughs> under I, under 11. You can I, do, I got the real question for you guys. Yeah. Uh, hamburger versus hot dog. What do you go with? Uh, it's kind of no hesitation for me. I, well, that's, that, that's like choosing between your children. Like, which one do you want to leave behind at the beach? I mean, uh, neither. Can, can I, you I, do me a favor? Can you leave your children out of this? <laughs> You're going after your children here. Like, it's open season or something. No, What's I was going saying on something here? nice about my children right there. Um, well, first of all, again, we've been over this. I don't. We don't need to cover the same ground again. It's not a choice of either can I, wait, a hot can dog. I, can it, I just stop you? Can I just stop you for a second? Okay. Yeah, it was a very simple question, and I feel like, like if I ask you a very complicated question about the Lakers, you answer it right away. Okay. If a question about food comes up, we we're, there's a runway for 13 minutes here. Well, the way you're going to break down the hamburger and the hot dog. Lee, it's far more important than the Lakers. <laughs> far more important. I mean, what are we talking about here? We all got to eat. What you just asked me is the equivalent of saying, hey, uh, you're going to leave one on a desert island, mom or your dad. Well, I mean, I don't don't know. I have to work. I don't want to leave either one behind. Yep, that's the equivalent. (laughs) That's the equivalent. And and the answer is 
you have a couple of hot dogs while the burgers are cooking. That's what you do. You put the hot dogs on first, you warm them up, put the bun on, get it a little toasty and soft and warm. Hamburger and then punch. We have punch a few beers, hamburger. and then we have hot, then we have a burger. Not but why not both, Siwa? Thank you. Because you said pick one or the other, so I picked one. <laughs> okay, I should rephrase this. Which one do you go for, for first? Assuming that's you have both. Question. Hot dog. Easy. That, yeah, that's an easy one for Chad. Travis already yeah. talked about the appetizer of a uh, hot dog is an appetizer. That's the way Trav looks at it. Absolutely. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. We'll get some phone calls talking about AD and uh, Luka Doncic at this point. Well, how Let's great go would to... that matchup? How great would that matchup be if we get the Western Conference Finals? We could get a Ooh. little Dallas Mavericks versus the Los Angeles Lakers. By the way, for for Luca as well, just to see him kind of progress in the playoffs would be great too, because this is a 22 year old that's already becoming the face of the NBA, or will be the face of the NBA in the next couple of years. You know what's great about Luca too, in particular, is I'm going to quote my guy uh, Javier from earlier in the show. Yep, Luca don't give one. No, <laughs> he doesn't care at all, and and that's the best possible. Luca, Luca probably heard Tyloo said, "There's no pressure." With yeah, okay, I got this guy. This is watch this. By the way, watch still this. still waiting on the email back from Disney on using that word. So I'll keep everybody keep everybody Pressure? posted. <laughs> oh, the other one, right? The other one. All right, yeah, let's yeah, try uh, Baldwin Park. Our first stop, and Oscar, Oscar, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Um, sure. Well, the, the the right now, AD. I take AD because there's one thing Luca can't do that AD has is uh, AD's a seven footer. Can't teach that. You always go big. Hmm. Ten years from now, Luca, he's still being his prime. AD's a seven footer with a uh, history of injuries. So ten years from now, Luca, right now, AD because he's he's in his prime right now. AD. So Oscar, I want AD as Oscar, right Oscar, now. Quick question for you: Game four on Sunday, what happens? Uh, between the uh, Lakers and Suns. Lakers um, and Suns. They they they're gonna win. They should win. They're they're home. The sun. It's a Sunday game. They're 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 grooving. They're, they're gonna. Uh, I want. I want to say some words that I shouldn't say on the radio, but they're gonna. They're gonna dominate the Suns. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I want to. <laughs> Friday, no, it's a three day, every, three day weekend. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank Oscar. you for calling. Thank in. You. Everybody wants to curse. What just happened? Yeah, here? yeah I don't know. Everybody's uh, going... Javier got us off on the wrong foot early in the show. Um, look, what Oscar said about AD being a big is yeah. interesting, and and you, Slee, I think brought up the most important thing is that AD's defense is is far better than Luca's. Sure, but a couple of things here. Luca's not a small guy. Okay, he, he's not a 6'3 guy. He's not Steph Curry. He's not Trey Young. He's a big guy. He is much bigger than most of the guys that they're going to run at him defensively. So that, that big, do you know how big this game is for the Mavs, too? Like, let, let, let me just kind of put this in perspective for tonight. And listen, Laker fans out there, even if you got Clipper fans out there listening in, um, here's the reality. Lakers were, it, it seems like, are on a path now where it's just a matter of how many games until this first round is over. The Clippers have become a fascinating story in this first round against the Dallas Mavericks. But, Trav, let me – not only is Luka doing what he's doing to the Clippers, he's running his mouth while he's doing it. I don't know about you, but I've played basketball for a long part of my life. Anytime I taught trash, I ended up not scoring, and I had three turnovers, okay? So <laughs> yeah, no, it, there's an art. Yeah, th- there's a way that – you know, only, only a few people can you know, obviously make it happen that way. And I bring that up because think about tonight. All anybody's been talking about is how bad the Clippers are. All anybody's been talking about, look what Luka's doing. You know, we were talking about the Phoenix Suns starting to play a little bit more chippy because they feel like they don't have a chance. You surprised tonight if the Clippers put Luka on his you-know-what a couple times and say, it's not going to be who's a – this isn't going to be a, a, who's a gonna beautiful game. Who's going to do it? Who, who on the Clippers has that in them? 
I'll tell you. Um, it should be Marcus Morris. It should be okay. Patrick Beverly. It should be could be Rajon Rondo. It's going to be one of those guys. It's not going to be Kawhi or PG. I'll tell you that. M- Morris, perhaps because he's physical enough to do it. Those other guys. I mean, Luke is a lot bigger than those dudes. Isn't AD is going to get knocked over at the first sign of a of a puff of wind? So, Let's go to Santa Barbara this time. And Jason, Jason, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey guys, love the show. I uh, just wanted to comment on the Luca AD. I think it's a no-brainer. Luca all day, literally AD every time he goes up in the air, I'm holding my breath. Every time he gets last night he got hit in the chin, I thought he broke his face. I just <laughs> uh, you know, I love him as a player, but it's like can he stay on the floor? I think Luca today, tomorrow, all day long. Jason is and just one more thing on the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Clippers, I'm just so happy, man. I just want all the talk to ever stop about the Clippers. Jason, is the series over? Lakers, Suns, you think it's over or still still a lot of work to do? Uh, you're talking about Lakers? Yeah. Uh, Lakers, I think they got to get them in five. Feels right, like it. Appreciate Feels you like calling it. in. Go uh, Gauchos, Jason. Thanks for uh, making the call. Look, he brought up something really interesting there, talking about the Clippers. The idea of, you know, I just want all the talk to go away. What the Clippers have been able to do is really extraordinary. This is a really extraordinary development. Think about this. The Clippers went from the, the, the kind of the laughing stock of not just the NBA, but the entire professional sports, sports yeah. landscape. They were just mm-hmm. they were, they, hey, at least we're not as bad as the Clippers. Hockey the way, teams were saying that because of their owner, because of their right. Owner. Their owner certainly was that. So they make the mm-hmm. change in ownership, uh, and oh by the way, but even before the ownership change, when you had Lob City, when you had DeAndre and Blake and Chris Paul, that was a good team. That was a good team, but they really didn't do anything. So, they, but they were able to do this thing that's so weird, and I don't know if I've ever seen this before, to go from a group of kind of bumbling goofballs, mm-hmm. you know, B- Benoit Benjamin bringing two left shoes to a game, them winning 12 games a year, drafting Michael Lolo Candy number one. It was just kind of this laughably terrible organization that no one really gave a, a ton of thought about mm-hmm. to a team that's kind of universally disliked outside of their own fan base. Which is that's which without is, winning. Well, I was going to say, do that? which is not common. Trav, I'll just use me as an example. I'm an underdog guy. Like, I, I love rooting for. Um, I love rooting for teams in sports. Just use as an example. When LeBron went to Miami, I wasn't cheering for the Heat. I wanted the Pacers to win. I wanted all those other Eastern Conference teams to win. I'm kind of keep going on this. When Kevin Durant decided to go play for the Golden State Warriors, yeah, I was okay to see the Warriors lose as many games as possible, <laughs> even though it wasn't going to happen often. The Clippers have done something that's really hard to do. You're technically an underdog because your franchise has not accomplished anything. You've never got past the second round. Yet at the same breath, you got a lot of people and, and not, this isn't just Laker fans. I think there's this I think there's 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 this feeling, this arrogance of the Clippers. They have this arrogance, but they have nothing to uh, back That's up it. that arrogance. That's it. They're they're the underdog that you talked about, only they didn't realize that they are. They started talking about like they're the Celtics or the Yankees right. or the Lakers or the Dodgers, right? They they started talking about, well, you know, well, we're, no, 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 guys, you've never been out of the first round or the second round, excuse me. You've never been out of the second round. Stop. You you can't. You're good. We all agree that you're good. Mm-hmm. We all agree that you're a team to, to look at and keep an eye on. You got a, an owner with deep pockets who seems very committed to doing the right things. You're interesting all of a sudden. You're good. You're on the right track. And then they started doing this thing over the last couple of years that's just terribly unappealing. Do you remember um, before PG and Kawhi came over, they played the Warriors in that first round. This is with KD and the Warriors. You had Lou Williams. You had Patrick Beverly. They put up a fight. They, I think that series went six games. They got a couple games. Mm-hmm. That was a 
that was a likable team, right? Like yes. you were watching them, you're like, wow, look at these guys. They're fighting, they're doing – and then they got the two guys and you think, okay, now they're going to obviously really make some noise. They they never got past that. I mean, they, 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 they got better, but they never did anything to accomplish anything. Let's try one more here. Let's go to uh, Chino Hills this time and Watson. Watson, you're on with uh, Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, really appreciate you guys. I just wanted to say I'm a big Lakers fan. I love AD's game. But I think that when you look at Luka and AD, compare them. If you took Luka and put him on Lakers, who's the alpha? It's got to be Luka, right? Like LeBron is irreplaceable, but who's the closest person to him? Probably Luka, maybe KD if he's healthy, right? But very short list. So I think that – and another brought, the caller brought up a good point. While I'm watching these Lakers games, every time AD goes down the floor, there's like he's holding his leg or his shoulder or something, there's just – you know, you guys play sports. There's just something a little soft about him. And I, I just can't put my finger on it, but everybody knows somebody like that on their team, you know, always something wrong or something. So, yeah, Luca, 100% now and 10 years from now for sure. Thanks, Appreciate Watson. you calling in. Yeah, it, it's – once you're plugged into that, it's very hard not to see it. it, it and, again, and both two things that sound opposite can be true at the same time. What yeah. Watson just said can be true, and he can also be – an irreplaceably valuable masterpiece to the puzzle. That Without AD, this team is not going to win a championship. They, maybe LeBron can squeeze him through a round or two, but they're not winning a championship without AD, and everything that Watson said is also true. They're both true. Trav, did you see this thing yesterday about Chris Paul and Scott Foster? <laughs> yeah, I did. Can we, can we do a little bit of that when we come back? By the way, also, too, I'm going to read off a quick tweet here from Mark Stein. Mavericks expect a crowd in the 17,000 range tonight for their game three against the Clippers. Love it that the arenas are coming back to life. Absolutely. We're going to get into what you want to talk about, Slee. And I've watched it. Hold on. Let me, I've watched it about 6,422 times. Okay. I think I've finally decoded what happened in that Pirates-Cubs games yesterday. <laughs> it was the worst baseball play I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to break it down for you. That's next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is from Ramel Slee, directed to uh, both of us. It says, Trav knows what he's talking about, Slee. Dog is the appetizer. Burger is the warm-up. Steak is the main course. Taco or carne asada is the dessert. And a slice of key lime pie is the late-night snack on the rare occasion. Ramel, you and I might be best friends. I'm just throwing that out there. How many sit-ups are you doing this weekend? <laughs> the same amount I've done every weekend for the last 45 years. I was, watching, I, I was watching right before the show, just on YouTube, and I just see this title. It says, dude does 50 push-ups and 100 sit-ups in like a span of like three, four minutes or something. Maybe it's five minutes. Yeah. I'm just looking. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go to the next video. <laughs> I'm going to just <laughs> skip this one. Can I can – I, all right, here's, here's a little – I'm going to peel another layer of the onion. You ready? Yeah. I hate motivated people. I really don't need them in my life. 
those guys that are super disciplined and they get up and they do their push-ups and their crunches and you're out and you know say hey let's meet up and watch the game right and they and the uh, the the waiter comes and what can we get you guys so we'll get a we'll get a you know a few beers and a pizza and it comes and they don't touch the pizza and you're like well what's going on ah you know I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to not it's like well yeah but it's it's sitting right there in front of you of course you eat it well no I I I just I'm I'm not well yeah but no eat it. What, what do you mean you're not going to eat it? Eat it. It's right I, there. I wake I up like every that. morning and look down on myself uh, because of those people. I'm trying to be them. I want to be them, Trav. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. By the way, can I say something about my coffee? My coffee is getting bigger and bigger every morning. You know, when we first started doing the show, I was like, this is a tall. Let me just come in here, <laughs> quick little tall here. Now I'm like, what is it? What's the big one? What is it called? By the yeah, way, it, it probably helps it. that they're playing well, right? That they're winning some games along the way, get a little juice going in the oh, post-game yeah, show, a little juice the next morning. No, that helps for sure. Come on now, all that stuff. It's been great. Here's the answer to the question we asked a minute ago, who's going to mm-hmm. do it? Francis says, Boogie Cousins going to play one minute, hip check Luca, and get a flagrant two. Might be <laughs> <Maybe>. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might be right on that one. That might work as well. All right, let's keep going. we got a lot of people that want to weigh in on the topic we're talking about, Luca and AD. Let's go to Mike in Los Angeles. Mike, you're up next with Travis and Slee. What's up? What's up, guys? I said uh, Lakers will win at six. So I'm gonna stick to that. I think the Suns probably get one one more back in uh, Phoenix. But uh, in terms of your question, I don't think it's even a debate. It's Luca all the way, and I really would like to see instead of the Clippers, I like to see a Mavs Lakers uh, uh, finals. I think that would be much more interesting. I think Luca's just a, a better all around player. Forget about the injury history, which is also the case. Just better all around player, better playmaker better scoring threat, and obviously AD's got him out of defense, but I just think Luka is himself, as you've seen, carrying a team, even with an injury history of uh, Porzingis, so I think it's, it's Luka all the way. And can people stop with the Kawhi's the best two-way player in the game? Kawhi's a great player, a top-ten player, but he's not a leader, and you see, if you don't have the right supporting cast on him, he's not going to automatically bring you to a title, so I think he's being exposed here in LA as that. I'll take your time. I'll, thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you. it, Mike. Uh, Funches, don't take that call again. His delivery was good. He had a lot of good points. Trav, he kind of made us look bad. To be honest with you, I, I was walking away like, cut him off. You got to cut him off at some point. That that phone call was sharp. I don't. Yeah, let's let's find Javier. Don't take again. any. Don't take any Mike in LA's moving forward on the show. I don't care if it's the same person. Uh, by the way, a lot of good points. I, I I do think I never thought of this. This had not come up in my mind. Never crossed my mind. Lakers, Mavs in the Western Conference Finals. Right. Yeah. That, that never crossed my mind. Um, if the Mavs got past, can the Mavs beat Utah? Yeah, I think they can. I think they can. Trav, listen, Utah's a good team, but it's not like I mean, just kind of think about this for a second. Utah, Phoenix, Portland, Denver. There isn't a big difference between all those teams. You know there what isn't. I mean? Like there isn't this huge difference between those teams. So yes, I, I do think the uh, the Mavs can beat. But let, let's see what happens with the uh, with the Clippers. Um, but the last thing he just said on Luca, or I'm sorry, that he said on Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi's the man. Yep. Let's not argue that for for any second. But man, when you talk about the full package, are you leading your squad? LeBron James leads. No not only is LeBron James one of the best to ever do it, he's a freaking leader and one of the best leaders the game has ever seen. That's the that's the difference between somebody who's talented and somebody who's not only talented but can take their whole team with them. And it's not just being talented, to your point, and it's not just being vocal. You don't have to be LeBron, who is a vocal leader, or Kobe, who is a vocal leader, or Magic Johnson, who is a vocal leader. Tim Duncan was the leader of those Spurs teams that won all those championships. I don't think I've ever, I don't, I couldn't tell you what Tim Duncan's voice sounds like. I have no idea. 
And, and he was the leader of that team. But you set the tone, you set the expectations, and it goes from there. All right, speaking of leaders, one of the guys that's always on the list of leaders, yeah. Chris Paul, right? Mm-hmm. One of the best leaders in sports or certainly in the NBA, one of those guys. Oh, you, got, you need a guy like Chris Paul to get everybody in shape. I want you to listen to this. This is what he was saying um, last night after the game, after the Lakers beat his sons. And he was complaining about referee Scott Foster, who, just so you know what the context is, because he doesn't say it specifically, but when he keeps saying 11 in a row, he's talking about the fact that a Chris Paul team has lost 11 consecutive playoff games when Scott Foster's the official. You know, they're shooting a lot of free throws, uh, Last game tonight, I mean, if I was a betting man, 11, 11 games in a row. 11 games in a row, and we'll, we'll see what happens. 11 My question row, is? 11 in a row, it's tough. So there's a couple of things going on here. Let's, let's start with this. Is there anybody that thinks that the Suns lost last night because the officiating was lopsided in the Lakers' favor? Does that Bro, person exist in the world? Not the game. No. Chris Paul, if you're going to make your case of, hey, this is a refereeing thing, hey, I'm 0-11 versus Scott Foster, I didn't know people were keeping tabs on what your record is against the referees, I was looking at the series and it says 2-1, to one. probably pay more attention <laughs> to the series than, than how you're doing against Scott Foster. Trav, that's not the game. No. It, they it didn't lose a, by a point. They didn't lose right. by a free throw at the end. There wasn't a foul called with three seconds left that determined the game. Lakers had control the entire game. And listen, I, I I get Chris Paul is probably so incredibly frustrated with his predicament, his situation. The guy has been a non-factor in the series. He's had yeah. situations like this happen in his career where he can't play in big games. So I get his frustration. Why are you talking about the refs yesterday? I'll talk well, about the refs. It's, so there's a couple of things. Number Book, one, Booker it, shot a, six of 19 yesterday. It, it, it's a bad look because you got your butt kicked yesterday. You didn't lose because the officials were got, got some big calls wrong and they all went against you. That's not what happened. That's a bad look. The other part is, and, and you heard what he said at the very beginning of that cut, if I were a betting man and then he went on a, 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 a little jag about 11 in a row, when you're talking about NBA officials and you're throwing in, if I'm a betting man, you better be awfully careful, man. That That is not Why? just what a happened? turn of phrase. What happened? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's not just a, oh, man, this guy 11 times in a row. I mean, what are the chances of that? That's yeah. what, hey, if I were a betting man, I'm just saying 11. Tim Donaghy is just running around with his ears on fire at this point. This, I know it happened a long time ago. It didn't happen that long ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it didn't happen that long ago where you don't hear a guy because what he's accusing him of, make no bones about it, he's accusing Scott Foster of going out there, seeing Chris Paul on the court, and saying, you know what, I'm going to make sure they lose. That's a pretty big accusation. That's not, I don't like Chris Paul, I'm going to hit him with one extra foul a game. 11 in a row, 11 in a row, 11 in a row. Yeah, okay, you're on bad teams. You're on, the, the Warriors were not as good, at, or I should say the Rockets are not as good as the Warriors. Mm-hmm. The Suns are not as good as the Lakers. It's not a Scott Foster, Chris Paul thing. It's a Chris Paul's not as good as Steph Curry and Kevin Durant thing. It's a Chris Paul isn't as good as Anthony Davis and LeBron James thing. It's not a referee. Stop. Can I tell you something, Trav? You know, we are taking calls about if the series is over, Lakers and the Suns. Um, let's just push aside everything from a basketball perspective. Let's just kind of pay attention to what 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 took place with about a minute left in the game and then the post-game interview. This is how you know the series is over, Okay. Devin Booker wanted nothing to do with the end of the game. Get me off the floor. I don't want to be here. Okay? Yeah. 
Um, Jay Crowder decided to do the same thing. It's cool. This is awesome. I'm going to go ahead and get to the locker room a little early. If I get a quick shower in, I get to use the stall or the, the shower that uh, I like that a lot. I like number three like. the best. Uh, number three is the best. Everybody knows number three is the best at Staples Center. Okay. And then you got Chris Paul in the post game complaining about Scott Foster being the reason why uh, or one of the reasons why they lost this game. This is, you know, there comes a point where the Lakers got to go out, and this is how you want the Lakers to to be. You want them to go out and grab games, start dominating games. But it's a whole other thing when your opponent is folding in front of you. The Phoenix Suns last night folded. Uh, they folded by, by by how they performed on the floor, and they and their star players wanted to get out. Chris Paul complaining about the refereeing. Uh, now it's just a matter of the Lakers. It's uh, this is a this is just a kind of a process that the Lakers have to go to to get to four wins. But I, I think the Suns are pretty much saying, yeah, we don't think we could beat the Lakers. We we all agree that Devin Booker's a pretty athletic guy, right? Score, high level score. One of the you know he's gotten seventy points in a game. He's one of those guys. High level athletic ability. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen him faster than get from when he shoved Schroeder to when he ran into the locker room? That that was like Carl Lewis stuff. He couldn't get off that court. He wanted he wanted no part of whatever was about to happen next after Schroeder got up. By the time the game ended, the buzzer had already you know obviously uh, hit at Staples Center. He was at the Ritz at his room ordering his room service. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline in the go-to order for all hotel room service, as everybody knows, is a club sandwich. That's the way you do that. A professional athlete suffered an indignity that we all deal with. I love it when that happens. That's next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. ESPN Radio uh, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline, Slee. And, you know, talking about that food, we discovered something a little alarming about producer Mike Funches. Well, no, no, Um, wait, 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 wait. First of all. You're not getting out for this either, Traff. No, no, you, I'll, I'll, I'll try, you, I'm, I You know have I'm a right. position here. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. That, that's always your thing with food. And you say yeah. it so confidently that I'm like, maybe he's right. Maybe he's got a point here. No, okay. I am right. It's, it's, right. It's, 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 there's sometimes you know you don't know. Funches, t- tell, tell the audience. Can what I you set told this up? Us. Can I yeah, just set please. this up real quick? Um, for those who are looking for some type of a NBA conversation or sports conversation, give us a couple minutes here because we got to get this <laughs> off our chest, okay? <laughs> what do you think? This is a sports radio show? Right. Um, right. Okay, so talking in the break, and I'm telling Trav, I'm like, man, isn't this one of those days where you just kind of want to get out, maybe go have a couple margaritas, some chips and salsa, and then I threw in the guacamole portion. Listen, it's perfect. we got Memorial Day weekend. This is a perfect time. Funches, take it from there. I'm not a fan of guacamole. Okay, we are looking for a new producer. I just want to let everybody know, 877 Send your applications in the ESPN LA. Throw in your resumes. So... He's not – he's wrong, of I course. I can't do this. I can't he, do this. He's wrong, but there are – so guacamole for me is one of those things that needs to be 
on, on its own thing. Like if you want gu- chips and guacamole, it's fantastic. Who doesn't like that? A couple of cold beers or like you said, Slee, a margarita. It goes in a burrito. It, don't don't make a case it doesn't don't go want, in a burrito. It goes in a burrito. burrito. I don't want it on my It goes burger. on your I taco. Burger. I don't, get, I don't get those things. It, it goes on a taco, too. You could throw it nope. on a taco 100% with some salsa on top nah. of that. Now, see, people overdo their tacos. Need a little lime, a little cilantro, a little onion, and let's just keep it moving. A little, little salsa, hot sauce. A little, 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 little hot sauce is fine. We don't need a bunch of stuff on that. I'm going back to the evening show. <laughs> we don't Not need gonna you happen. Here. Not going <laughs> to happen. Well, I mean, you can. I'm not. I'm, I'm sitting right here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Um, so the one bad thing about COVID kind of finally getting we're getting our hands around it and Dodgers going to have full ballparks. SoFi's going to be full for Rams games. Hopefully we can continue to add people to uh, Staples Center for yep. Laker games and everything else. We're, we're coming back. Costco has samples. We're, we're coming – out of this, right? The light, we can finally see it. Traffic, right? If you've been on the road, there's people on the road again, and it kind of sucks, but that's just life, especially life in a big city like Los Angeles. You can get stuck in traffic. Shohei Otani didn't pitch for the Angels yesterday because he got stuck in traffic in San Francisco. They got stuck on the Bay Bridge. You know, the the teams, I don't know if anybody knows this, but when you play the A's, you don't stay in Oakland. You stay in San Francisco. You, right? You're just like, nah, we're not doing that. We're going to stay in San Francisco. And then you have to make the trip across they're the not Bay Bridge. Air, they're not Airbnb-ing in Oakland. Okay? They're not, they're not <laughs> no. staying in an Airbnb. No, they, they, they come in, they play the game, and they leave. They go back to San Francisco. But Otani was scheduled to pitch yesterday. Apparently the bus got stuck in a traffic jam on the Bay Bridge. You know, I'll let Joe Madden tell the story. Funch, grab the, grab the cut from, uh, from Joe Madden here, talking about why Shohei Otani got scratched from a start yesterday. It's not him. It's in general. Uh, the bus coming over, I guess there was an accident on the Bay Bridge. Uh, which caused us to take plan B, and they had to go on back and um, jump on the BART. And then there was an issue with the transfer on the BART, and that kept pushing him back. And for us, Shohei's most comfortable getting, because he's pretty much uh, regimented, to get everything going about 4 o'clock for a start. So that was it exceeded by maybe an hour. So we started calling the audible at that point um, to not pitch him tonight. If we're not going to pitch him, we're going to DH him. And uh, uh, Suzuki was on the same, under the same, uh, on the same bus, and then Bart. So just wanted to back off him because I want him to pitch tomorrow. I mean, catch tomorrow. So that's all it is. It was just a, a transportation issue more than anything, unavoidable. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, it's I have too this casual thing. for me. It's too casual. This little thing, it's uh, it's black, it's rectangularly shaped, it's, it's, you know, you can call people on it. And it has this other function that you can do where you can type in your destination and see how long it's going to take to get there. So you get there in time. <laughs> did, did, does Shohei not have a phone? Does this, by the way, <laughs> does, does this the bus seem driver like, not have a phone? But does this seem like an Angels thing? Like <laughs> When I hear the story, I'm like, really, Angels? Like, th- this is the story that you're running with right now? Like, this is the predicament that you're in? You're already not playing good baseball. You're no. already – all anybody is talking about – I mean, you were making a case two weeks ago that Otani, you started saying, which team should he play for? You know, the you're Yankees. already trying to get him off of <laughs> – uh, get him out of Anaheim. And, yeah. and I say that Mike Trout's never played in really any meaningful games in his career. This is the story coming out of Anaheim, not Otani pitching, not Otani doing having this unbelievable season. It's the only time you know we're obviously talking about the Angels, but doesn't this seem like a very Angels moment? In particular, yes, you're right, but in particular because it involved the pitching. 
right? The, the Angels' Achilles heel is pitching. They've always right. struggled with pitching. The Angels score runs. The Angels have really good offensive players. Otani gives up more runs. Trout's a freak. Rendon's a freak. They have really good offense. That Walsh guy that they've got is a really nice player, right? They've got good offensive players. They can't pitch, and their very best pitcher gets stuck on the BART because he can't get to the game in time. It's just it's, – it's perfect. The only thing dumber – and then not being able to – and by the way, Bart issued a statement saying, um, yeah, look, we're not calling anyone out on anything. There wasn't a single train that was late yesterday going to the, Col- the Coliseum. All Bart trains – we were, and it was funny. We were thrilled to have an athlete of Shohei Otani's caliber use the Bart system, but uh, all our trains were on time. Just they're running, they're running there, ads right? today. The Bart <laughs> system is running ads today. Otani's a spokesperson. Thankfully, that happened on the same day where the Chicago Cubs and Pittsburgh Pirates put together the single worst play in the history of baseball. What happened yesterday? What happened? So so it happened right as we were going off the air, right? We talked about it in the dump yesterday, and we were just kind of looking at like, wait, what? And and I didn't even have time to completely digest it. I it, um, I watched it at least another 10 or 12 times afterwards. My... I, I, I keep getting hung up on how somebody gets to the major leagues... Okay, the, to make your high school baseball team nowadays, it's not easy. You got to be a pretty good baseball player. To get drafted, you have to be an insanely good baseball sure. player. To work your way through the minor leagues or college baseball to get to the major leagues is the one percent of the one percent of the one percent. You have to be so good, and you kind of have to be plugged in because only a handful of guys can be Mike Trout and just be good enough to just do it. How? <laughs> How do you get to the major leagues and not understand that with two outs and a runner at third base, that if there's a ground ball in the infield, you just need to record the out He's of first base. He's in a rundown by himself. It was, <laughs> the first baseman fields the ball. Baez, who's the runner running to first, just kind of stops. At this point, all the first baseman needs to do is turn around and walk back and step on first base. The inning's over. Instead, he decides to chase him back to home. And then at the last minute, he sees the runner coming in. And he decides to throw it to the catcher. Safe. Even at this point, Slee. He still has to just touch first base. Even at this base. point, they just need to throw the ball to first base, and the, the out's record, and it doesn't matter. Instead, they throw it in the right field. The runner ends up at second base. There was nobody in that infield. There was nobody in the dugout screaming, just throw the ball to first, and the inning's over. How do we get to the point where Major League Baseball players don't know the simplest rule in baseball? There are certain plays and highlights that you will kind of be remembered by, right? Like, unfortunately, certain players will be remembered by good highlights. Others will be That highlight will never go away. It will never go away. The Dump coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, let's start with this one. Uh, This day in history, May 28th, go way back to 2006, Slee. Yep. Barry Bonds passed Babe Ruth with 715 home runs on the all-time list. So, of course, Ruth up until that point was number two behind Hank Aaron. Ruth goes goes into number two spot in – you know, with the passage of time, usually that covers up a whole bunch of things. You you you, yeah. you tend to remember things a little bit more fondly than maybe they were. This isn't one of those things. All Barry Bonds home run records are kind of met with, yeah, whatever. By the way, how crazy is that? You're right, 100%. It's the first thing you think of. Every time you think of Barry Bonds, first thing you think of. And as great as a player as he was, uh, and even if he didn't juice, you know, just an unbelievable player, that's – how you remember them. That's how you're going to remember a lot of these Astros players. I mean, it just that this comes with the territory. So, 
uh, be prepared if you're going to uh, try to cheat your way out of something and you get caught. That's how you're going to be remembered. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because, look, I'm a baseball guy. It's my favorite sport. And I certainly understand how remarkable Barry Bonds is Mm -hmm. and was. And I'm also not one of these people that thinks that, oh, he's a product of – performance-enhancing drugs exclusively. He's not. I'll, I'll never forget this, Lee. There, he was a baller when, before. He, exactly. But do you mm-hmm. remember the graphic that ESPN used to use on their baseball games where they'd show the, the strike zone and that little rectangle, and they'd put – and they were just broken into nine different little boxes inside the rectangle, and it was different colors depending – cold. you know, so blue you means you didn't do well, you were cold. Mm-hmm. Red was you were hot. And most guys in the middle, it's all red, and maybe one other spot it's red, and then otherwise it's blue. Bonds' entire box was red. The entire box was red. I'm like, I've never seen that in my life. And so that's not just because he was taking whatever it was he was taking. It's because he's an incredible athlete. But you're right. What he did is not looked at as anything other than some sort of science experiment. It's like, yeah, he's really good. He won a million MVPs. Probably should have won more than he did, but eh. And it's, it's not just him. There's a few other players, obviously, that that's how they're going to be remembered, and that stigma will never go away. Never, never, and it probably shouldn't. How about this one? This is good news. All right, I'm going to pop quiz time. You ready? I got this one right. Funch hit me with this one this morning. Let's see if you get it. Okay. Does the name Terry Silver mean anything to you? No. No. Does the name Thomas Ian Griffin mean anything to you? I'd probably have to see a photo. No. Okay. No, nothing, nothing jumps out. Thomas Ian Griffin is the actor who played Terry Silver, the character, in the Karate Kid film, Karate Kid 3, okay? Quite possibly one of the worst movies ever made. If you've seen him, you know who he is. Completely disagree. He's the guy with the black ponytail, right? The long black ponytail in Karate Kid 3. He's the bad guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the bad guy. He's coming back for Cobra Kai Season 4. Yeah. We're going to get Terry Silver in Season 4 of Cobra Kai. You ready? Wait, real quick. Let me just say this. Uh, What Karate Kid was that? 3. Karate Kid 3. So my list, top three all-time movies, um, it's uh, Casino. Okay, good movie. Um, Godfather. Also good. Karate Kid 3. (laughs) (laughs) So Karate Kid 3 is one of those movies that when you see it now, and I don't recommend that you do this, but when you see it now, you're like, this doesn't even make any sense. Like, sometimes you watch a movie, it's like, eh, it wasn't as good as I remember. But if you watch this through the eyes of something other than, oh, cool, it's another Karate Kid movie, it's, wait, this doesn't make any sense. Why are they hanging off the side of a mountain planting a tree? What's Why worse? are they doing this? What's worse, Karate Kid 3 or the next Karate Kid? Yeah, I never saw the next Karate Kid. Really? Karate Kid 3, Poison the Well, I was out at that <laughs> point. But I, but I am excited to see him return for uh, Cobra Kai Season 4. <laughs> By the way, the Cobra Kai thing, that's hilarious to me, Trav, how you got... Every time, and I've seen it. Now I'm, I've watched what three seasons, right? So I've seen mm-hmm. every episode. Every time I watch it, I'm like, Al, what are you doing? What are you, 16 years old? Stop it's watching great. this. And then you know what I do? Uh, what is it on? Is it Netflix? I forget which, uh, which yeah, Netflix, series. Yeah. And then you know, right after it's done, they just start going to the next episode. I'm like, okay, one more episode. It's the television equivalent of, <laughs> of jamming the needle into your arm. They don't even give you an option no. if you want to see that. It's a, Here it comes. Yep. And you're like, uh, yeah, okay. let's go. Let's do Another it. one. And it's a All short right. countdown, too. Oh, yeah, it's like eight seconds. It's it's fantastic. And the best part is you can hit the button and jump, go, go. you can take that eight seconds down to zero if you want. It's fantastic. All right. Um, happy birthday to Kirk Gibson, who turns 64 years old today. Um, Kirk Gibson has ownership of the greatest moment in the history of L.A. sports, right? Sure. Is there anything that we want to put ahead of that? 
um, put ahead of that. Yeah, yeah I'm not talking career. He, he doesn't get that, but just no, I think there's single Laker, moment. I think there's Laker moments, right? Laker moments, and it sure. could be the Shaq or Kobe to Shaq. Lakers kind of that's there now. We're going to go win our first NBA championship together. Yep. There's Magic Skyhook in Boston. Yep, great uh, moments for Robert, sure. Robert Ori against the Sacramento Kings. But like you said, there are iconic moments, sports moments in L.A., you're not getting through a list without having Kirk Gibson on that list. No, and I think it's number one for for a couple of different reasons. The ones you mentioned, the Laker moments over the Celtics and Kobe and Shaq and Ori, and th- those were all great, don't get me wrong. The Lakers were supposed to win a lot of those moments, right? The Lakers were so, – even the Boston Garden won the baby sky may be a little bit different, but sure. The you, you got to remember, Kirk Gibson was basically in, incapacitated. He couldn't move. Against Eckersley. Against Eckersley, who has never really gotten touched by anyone mm-hmm. ever, the guy needs basically crutches to get into the batter's box. Mm-hmm. He's in there. He almost falls down with a couple of swings along the way. And then not only does he get him, but he goes upper tank. He goes mm-hmm. in the second half of the pavilion in right field. The the run around the bases with the fist pump, and he's, you know, it just Tommy Lasorda coming out with his little stubby arms raised in the air. It just there was there. everything about it was extraordinary. If, oh, I, I haven't told you this. I Watch. haven't told you this. My brother was there. I have a younger brother. Mm. My brother did go to that game, and I had a chance to go to that game and Come decided to go now. and decided to go water skiing at Lake Castaic and said, "Buddy of mine and his dad had the boat and was like, hey, you want to go water skiing?'" I'm like, "Ooh, World Series game one. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go water skiing." And I missed it. Is that is that one of the moments? Uh, you know, one of our buddies here at the station, Mark Cates didn't go to the or I think he left at halftime of Kobe's 81 <laughs> whoops yeah, that's a bad move too. I wonder we all got moments like that I'm, I'm trying to think here if there's a game that I decided not to go to I'm sure Trav you will always regret I'll, I'll never forget moment. it also happy birthday happy 83rd birthday to Jerry West Jerry West again we're talking about the list of the greatest athletes in LA Mr. Yep. Grumpy Jerry Jerry West is on. Yeah, he's a little grumpy. He's a little sensitive, but he's on every every great LA sports icon list, right, Slee? No question about it. And speaking of Jerry West, let's go Mavs. Come on, Dallas. Let's do it, Mavs. Let's see what happens with them tonight. Mavs I wouldn't Nation. mind seeing the Clippers make it a little bit interesting. Nah, I'm good with this week. Out of it. Don't forget, you can check us out on podcast, Apple's ESPN app. You can do all of that. We will see you on Tuesday. Happy Memorial Day, everybody.